Paul, the glove, Bonadio. Here we are. What is it? Tuesday? It's Tuesday morning. Yeah. 11.58, just in the morning. And um, the Deets won a grand final on the weekend. Did we? Did, did that happen? <laughs> I think so. I think it did. What Dude. the hell? Dude. What? I, I thought we were going to wait to do this until our hangovers wore off, but... My, I'm, mine's still fucking going, so I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. drinking a whiskey as we speak, Slabs. I know you're on the <laughs> detox, but I'm back on the whiskey for an 11 a.m. podcast. This is the best. That is so good. Um, I must admit on the Sunday, I did have a, a beer too, just to kind of keep the, the party going. Yeah. And that was nice. Admittedly, it did go down like nails, um, yeah. but, you know, it was... Jesus, yeah, where do we start? But just before we start, anyway, we'll, big thanks to all our listeners listening in after all these years and patrons you guys are the best supporting the podcast and um yeah dude holy shit where do we start with this a game recap like what a what a day yeah yeah dude i was i was i was weary the week leading in just because i was so sad that we couldn't go but that all changed on the day the few hours Mm -hmm. leading in i was like okay this is this is magic this is gonna happen we're in a grand final and even before the game i don't know if you were the same dude but i was like more than nervous, it's like my body was shaking before the game. I was like, well, imagine how these players yeah, are going oh, through this fucking hell. Yeah. yeah, you can only imagine. Because like some players, you know, throw up before games, like regular games. Like there's just that performance anxiety. So I, you're right. I can only imagine what that would be like for a for an AFL player before the big dance. Especially mm. for the Ds. I mean, it's not like we're you know, seasoned finals veterans or anything, man. It's the first grand final for everyone except for Lever. Yeah. So, yeah, incredible. And I must admit, the stadium did look cool. Yeah, it looked really cool. Look, I don't think there was any better place that could have had it other than the MCG yeah. than that. St- Imagine having it at the Docklands. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yuck. Oh, dude. Oh. Yeah, it was. It was... And I think they did it really well. And hats off to Perth, even though they, it was like a fortress trying to get in there, obviously, and we couldn't. But they did it pretty well. They managed yeah. it. And it's, I'm so envious that they seem to be just living a completely normal life over there. Yeah. Seeing big crowds and there's parades oh. and shit going on. Dude, oh they're enjoying God. life to the full right oh. now. They're, man. And like even like after the game, seeing all the like punters drinking with Gorney and all yeah. the players like, oh, geez. But dude, like, as you say, nothing you can do about it. And it was amazing. It would yeah. reflect for you and we'll get into the game, but your first thoughts once the final siren went, I know the game was already done and dusted before that, but what, what yep. went through your mind? What were your emotions like? Dude, it was honestly... Because I mean, the beauty of the game was you could enjoy it in the, that last quarter because the game was pretty much on ice. Mm. But it was bizarre. I felt it was almost like a little bit emotional, but also like surreal. I was kind of hammered with like has this really happened like almost in a bit of a daze from like Jesus, like we, and it was hard to like almost comprehend, like seeing Mm. them running around with a cup and going, Holy shit. Like it was, and it was elation. And I was, you know, absolutely thrilled at the same time, but it was just, yeah, I can't really describe it. It was just, I was just stunned almost too. And so was my old man. My old man was hilarious. He was getting on the, the beers and stuff. And he was, yeah, he was. He just kept messaging me like, "No words, can't you know?" He just couldn't say anything. He was just <laughs> stunned completely. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about you? What was your after siren? I, I had a bit of that surrealness just because how fucking surreal the game was. That third quarter yeah. was... Ugh. Never seen anything like that. It was... Yeah. Did we... I, yeah, it's speechless for how <laughs> <Still>. well, <laughs> unbelievably how well they performed that third quarter and the last the whole game, really. But yeah. yeah, I was emotional. I was definitely emotional in the last quarter. It's like, shit, yep. you know, I do. I remember like, you know, six year old, seven year old going to games, getting thumped by Essendon or whoever it was, Hawthorne, yeah. like yep. back in the day. This is 30 years ago. Fuck me. Mm. And then it's just yep. like, okay, we actually got one. And I was, yeah, you speak of your dad. I was so happy for dad because he was always yeah. like, I'm yep. never going to see one in my lifetime. He saw one. He saw a pretty bloody good one too. That's right. Exactly, man. I mean, what emphatic fashion to finish the game. It was just incredible. Mm. Um, and yeah, as you say, like it couldn't have been, like the performance was unbelievable, man. There was that down period where, yeah, admittedly. Oh yeah. I think dude, everyone what was worried. Thinking? What were you thinking that second quarter? 19 points down. Fuck oh, me. God, dude. I was thinking literally if we don't get the next goal, it's going to get pretty difficult in the third quarter. I was thinking this is getting late in the game. And if they pile on another one, Bond's just like everywhere. They just, the key was though, during that time, they just had possession of the ball. So they just had it the whole time and we just didn't get our hands on it. And there were no, we just weren't winning it out of the center. So we just didn't touch the ball for whatever, 10, 15 minutes. Mm. Um, But yeah, dude, I was kind of like, fuck, like, not like this. Come on, please. Like I was starting to think like, this will just suck if we've made it. We've had the best season, like, you know, on record for God knows how long. And we, you know, not not put it together on the grand final day. But holy shit, dude, was I wrong? Oh, dude, unbelievable. I mean, in many ways, it kind of reflected how we've been all year. Regardless of the situation, mm. where we're at, we saw it against Geelong. We've seen it yep. in just about every game except... The shitter teams we've played where we seem to take the foot off the gas. <laughs> doesn't seem to make doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Yeah. But we no, were like but... there was resolve there. And even if supporters weren't feeling it, players were feeling it. Obviously yeah. it comes from Goodwin, comes from the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Incredible effort to all of them. And that's just how it happened. It feels like that was that game was like a microcosm of the rest of the season, but exploded. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and it really did all come together, didn't it? Like, and everyone, like, even guys who admittedly had slower games or didn't get on the end of as many, like, you know, T Mac, and I was speaking to Kel about this actually, friend of the podcast, like, you know, T Mac and even Cozzy to a degree. Yeah. Um, but the defensive efforts and the little things they did, like, T Mac shepherded, I think it was Sparrow's goal through, yeah. or was it Oliver's goal? One of them. Um, but just doing those little things, and everyone was 100% in. And, that's um that's something that's taken time for us to build up. And this year we've really seen it. And I thought it was just completely on display. No matter who you were playing, like who you were um, on that field, you just did whatever you had to do, even the little things. Dude, I, I, would, I would say in terms of games ever played, that's the best one Shepherd two goal performance from any <laughs> player from Tom McDonald. Yeah. One, of the, one yeah. of the absolute best. He didn't yeah. Do- I mean, he, he'll go down as having two goals, but I don't think he yeah. did a whole bunch during that game. But God bless him. like He didn't. man. And the goals were, uh, quote-unquote, junk time goals. Like, they were oh, yeah. quite late in the piece, let's be honest. But, oh, yeah. Man, like, he, he tried. He competed. And look, at let Ben Brown off the leash. Like, he's taking a defender. Like, there's just so many things that the, the guys do that we probably don't even know, but it's working perfectly in some way. 
Mm. And um, yeah, like even I thought Sparrow was sensational. I thought like so many of those guys who play those specific roles and they're not as glamorous as Petraka or whatever. Mm. They were unbelievable. Salem was awesome. How good was he? Especially in that first quarter. He was everywhere, man. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys that if if he's not feeling the nerves or if he's feeling the nerves, he's not showing it. He's so no. fucking smooth. And dude, ever yeah. since we met him when he had, you know, that hair back at the Docklands. Remember when he, I was going <laughs> to say it, but yeah, he had a bit of dandruff back in the day. Um, but dude, how long ago was that when we saw him at oh, St. Kilda? Jesus, that would have been... Probably. I don't know, man. Six years ago or something, man. It was probably oh, early on in the podcast, yeah, or maybe yeah. even before the podcast. I don't know, but yeah, a long time ago. Unbelievable. But he's a, yeah, he's just such a he's a hell of a player. But everyone was. I mean, it was kind of funny. It was pretty obvious early on that May was not a hundred percent like anything below the knees. You could just see him go, "Oh Christ, I'm going to have to get down for that." <laughs> but then he, he was not kept- bending. Kept Norton, I think he was on Norton to, to yeah. well, and later Lever didn't play great. But look, our our backline killed. Well, except yeah. in that second quarter, they were the, the dogs were getting it in there. They were, they were under pressure automatically. But yeah, throughout most of the game, they still did what they've done throughout the rest of the season. And that's closed yeah. off the the forward line. So yeah, incredible. and I thought Hibbard was really good. I thought he yeah. played a really good game actually. Hibbard, yeah, Hib. I forgot about Hib. I mean, dude, he was barely a factor. Or it wasn't. I don't know how many games he played this year, but it's, yeah, he's been it's in and out of it. Unbelievable, yeah. got back in. So, but he was great too. Like he had some really important one-on-one contests and won them. And yeah, man, everyone like Rivers, like all these yeah. really young players. Bowie, like seven yeah. games, he's playing a grand final and just looked calm. Like it's. I hope. I hope. 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 Touching wood. Whatever. Um, but you know, this is kind of some of these players get the spoils like Joel Selwood did, you know, they come into a team mm. that's kind of at that peak and just have this career. That's like just full of success. And yeah. I hope that for, you know, these new guys, Cozzy rivers, or like all the young guys, Sparrow, that that's kind of now what they expect. And they're going to be the ones who end up driving that. Yeah. And I think we know what wins games, what wins grand finals and the culture that has to be there. So I reckon it's, it's so big for the club. It's massive. It's I know every team who wins the grand final must say this, but I can't see us dropping off next year or for the next couple of yeah. years. This team's just too good. Unless yeah, no, you know, a lot of players leave, which they look like a really close-knit group. Mm. Yep. I, I can't possibly see there being a drop-off or a premiership hangover for the next, at least the next couple of years. Yeah. Well, the, you're right because... I mean, some teams, when they win it, they might have done a lot of topping up with older players just to get over or whatever it is. But the age profile of our team is really strong. Like, it's all in those, all our stars are mid-20s. You know, we really don't have that many really old boys. Even Gorney's 29, but he's still, like, at the peak of his powers. Like, and those younger guys are going to keep getting better. So, I agree with you, man. I think it's, and now we know what it takes, which is the biggest thing. So, I think it's, I agree. I reckon we're going to be um, a power for a little while, which is very exciting. A couple of things on Gorney. I think mm-hmm. he was, he's been BOG in the celebrations from the looks of it. Oh, very strong. Very he's like, strong. Yeah. He's, good, he's got good good one on his shoulders. That was hilarious. I don't know if you saw <laughs> that footage, but that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, how much was that a goal? When he kicked it, I don't know, oh I my it was the God. first, dude, it fucking you could see it from from Berwick, like it's yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. and then 
I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but they had the reverse goal. Like someone took a footage of it yeah. from right behind. Dude, oh. It was a clear goal. Yeah, because they didn't really show many other angles, which was annoying. But so someone, oh, I'd love to see that. Man, it looked I. It looked like it went straight through. And Gorney's uh, response was, he was he was dumbfounded. He was like, what? What are you talking about? I just kicked it through. What the fuck? Went over your hat. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, that was, it was crazy. But then, I mean, we haven't even spoken about the uh, the stars, you know, Track yeah. and Oliver. And Track just, that dribble goal, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> You know, I had premonitions of him kicking the first goal in the exact same way, one step from really? fifty. Unbelievable! And Dang. out there, that I haven't watched the replay of the game. I think you have. Yeah, I've already watched. I've watched it two point five times today. Two point five. That's nice. Yeah. Um, but man, that when that banana went through, I was like, nothing's going to stop us. I don't know how much mm-hmm. we were up by at that stage, but there was no way the dogs were going to get. Can you imagine being Luke Beveridge? During that spurt where trackers just ripped the game apart. There's oh. nothing you can possibly do. That's the beauty of like, there's no real secret. I mean, we've got some, obviously the coaching panel and everything, the strategy is very sound, but the beauty of where we're at now is even if teams work out what you're doing, they can't stop you. Yeah. Because we do it better. Like you're right. When track was getting it out of the center, it'd go from Oliver to track. He'd just run down and kick it to Fritz or whatever these beautiful penetrating kicks landing in the absolute hotspot did the identical kick like twice in a row. You can't do anything about that. No. And uh, dude, what, what happens when a guy like Fritz Fritzel pops up? Oh. Dude, I think he's kicked more than Harry this year. I know he's played more games, but he's kicked really? more goals than anyone else. Cause he was I'm, kicking. Yeah. Wow, man. He, how he didn't get uh, all Australian is beyond me. Crazy for a yeah. small forward. And dude, um, I can't remember who got, Oh yeah. Um, Papley from Sydney got it. Yeah. Even though he kicked six less goals than Cameron and Fritz, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I wonder no how sense. much he touches it though. Does he get a bunch more of the pill? He's still kicking the big goals. You got to kick him through the yeah. big stick slabs at the end of the That's day. True. Big six pointers. Hey, no, I, I completely agree. And yeah, Fritz was amazing. He's had a, an incredible season. Yeah. And final series, which is a part of Slav's stat, but he's um yeah he's been very strong, man. To be honest, like it's hard to fault anyone. Like it was just that performance, and it was party time. That last quarter was so fun. Yeah. When everyone's kind of getting in on it. Yeah. Now, Jackson. Salem. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And, yeah. And T Mac on the siren. It couldn't have ended <laughs> any better way than T Mac. He was. Uh, he was all over that goal though. Everyone was celebrating. He's like, No, no, I'm going no. back and I'm slotting this. He, dude, he didn't give a fuck. He wanted. <laughs> He wanted that fucking goal. He yeah, wanted he wanted it. that stat and he just flushed it, which was... <laughs> well, I guess once you get into the the mode of goal kicking, you're going through your rhythm, not even a grand final siren is going to stop you. And that's, yeah, that's, he, the, that's the T-Mac focus we've talked about that's all, it. This, all this time. All, all these years. Yeah, that's right. He, yeah, he was very good. One, and you hear these little insights and well, I guess within a... The grand final, then there's all these little sub stories within the game. And I don't know if you heard it, but like, and friend of the podcast, James Harms, but he was trying to get um, JJ on in the mm. last five minutes and he was faking cramps and saying, you know, he needs to come off. They didn't buy it. But I thought that was so awesome, man, that he was yeah. just, you know, trying to get his mate involved and get him on the field. I know he gets a medal and that's awesome. He does deserve it. He's been very good this year, but. Um, I thought that was a really nice, at least gesture to try and get him on. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, someone needed to like sort of Tyler Durden themselves or something like that yeah. just to punch themselves <laughs> in the face yeah. to get off. But it would have been nice. You, you saw when he went up on the premiership dice, his knees were as clean as anything. Oh, yeah. They came out of Ready a to go. He could play a game, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is, it's a weird position. I mean, he'd be like for all those guys who missed out, and there were a lot, and a lot of really good players who mm. missed out. Imagine the drive, and they're, if anything, going to help drive this group for more success because they've seen it, so being so close to it and not got that taste. Yeah. And now they're going to drive it even harder to get their shot. 100%, dude. And, and you look at the guys that have retired now, Jones. Um, did you mm. see when Pickett tried to put the medallion on Jeddah? Oh, yeah, and he just goes straight <laughs> off. <laughs> I get that too. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it's really nice, but yeah, I get that. Because I think similar thing happened to um, Bob Murphy. Didn't someone give Bob Murphy a medallion? Then he gave it back when the dogs they... won in 2016. Oh, did I? Because I thought they gave him one on the... I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, not yeah. important. Um, and the other thing, another little story I heard was that that uh, Gorn, when we kind of went on that those two Fritzl goals, those pivotal goals to get us back in the game, and apparently Gorn was on the bench then, and Goodwin or whoever... Radio down and said, hey, you got to get back on the ground. He said, no, I'm going to leave Jackson in there because he is dominating. No shit. Really? Yeah. That's what, that was Gorney's Yeah, strategy. that was all on Gorney. He but said, no, I'm not going to get in there. It's, this is, look what he's doing. What an amazing move because as soon as Jackson went in there, it almost changed the complexity of the whole game. Yeah. And he wasn't yeah. even getting that many disposals. There's people in the paper saying he didn't play well. If you had to watch Jesus. the fucking third quarter, <laughs> dude, he basically changed the game with his, his well, tap. He was involved in most of those, that flurry of goals. He was the one taking the center bounces in yeah. the ruck. So, right. and the fact that Gorney did that is, is amazing. I just love hearing all those little details, which I'm sure will keep coming out mm. about the game. And, you know, as D supporters, we're going to study the shit out of this game. We're going to know everything about it. And I love hearing those things. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's the best. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to spoil Slav's stat or not. Oh, no, it's not on it. There was one. There's one going around that we our last grand our last premiership in '64 was Tokyo Olympics. Then <laughs> this year yeah. was Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. Um. Plus, Birds of Tokyo played at halftime. Ah, a lot of Tokyo. I like that. A lot that. of Tokyo, Slaz. One of your favorites, yeah. Birds of Tokyo. Really struggled yeah. during the halftime break. I don't know if you saw that. They were okay. I was in and out of the halftime break, but um, I heard they were playing straight lines, silver yeah. chair cover, right? Yeah. Man, talking about Daniel John's number one fan over here as well. Yeah. Weird that... Uh, yeah, it's a weird choice. It's a very strange choice, Slavs. Yeah. It's a very strange choice, but they went for it. <laughs> and, um... They went for it. Let's play a song from 2005... Don't you have your own? So anyway, whatever. It was good there's on no, Good luck. There's no it. context to it. What, no, silver chair it. straight lines come out. <laughs> 2005. That's what I mean. It's like an old ass <laughs> song, but like it's a great song. But Jesus, yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. get the uh, the context of that either. Didn't make oh, sense. Man. Um, but yeah, dude, and it was <laughs> it was funny when the siren went and the cup came out. And did you see Pig just grab it and run off? Yeah, Hibbert? what was with that? Did it, was, was there someone in the crowd? That I don't was, know. It's very odd. That was, he literally, and I think everyone's like, what the, what the fuck was that? Like, he just kind of did a 
200 meter sprint with it by himself, which was pretty <laughs> awesome. I did enjoy it, but it didn't make sense. <laughs> oh, dude, hip. And you got to love the snow angels in all the confetti. That's always yeah. a good touch. I love that. They were just taking it in. I love that they just hung on the ground that long. They were just mosing around, just really taking it in, jumping up, getting photos with fans and any family or whoever could be over there. And yeah, yeah it was just, it was, when speaking about it now, it was just incredibly special. Mm. But it, it does, and I know this is for you too, but man, the hunger burns to, to get to one of these in Melbourne mm. and see it at the G, at the home of football, and see the Ds do it there. It needs to be, dude, if, if, it's, if it's even going to match how special that was, it needs to be like two teams that are almost undefeated, and one of them includes Melbourne, to, to match yep. how special that one, the first one was since 64. Yep. I mean, of course, yep. it's always going to be amazing, but mm-hmm. dude, it's going to be hard to match that. Yeah, that's for sure. Like the drought breaker. Because, yeah, we, we really didn't know. Like We were confident that we should probably get it done. But there's no guarantees. It's a grand final. Anything can happen. Mm. So now that it, you're right, now that it is done, it takes a little bit of that away in that we know we can perform like that. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be interesting next year, dude. Like, we've always come off seasons where it's been disappointing, well, for the most part. <laughs> yes, exactly. And now it's like we go to a game we're kind of expected to win and i know that happened a lot throughout this season but it's a different expectation not good not mm. bad it's just no it's what it is it's yeah that's right and i was speaking to um who was i speaking to i think it was dad adam atkins about this and he as a Hawks supporter i mean the hawks have turned to dog shit but he was saying that you know during their reign this sounds really bad but you'd kind of be in and out of the regular season and just waiting for finals. Yeah. That's for the big time. So I'm like, I mean, look, I'm not saying we're there yet, but you know, it is, as you say, I'm, I guess I'm just alluding to that's that change in mindset where you're like, well, we're expected, like we're the best team in the comp. So we're expected to win, you know, every game. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, that's so, so funny because, but I guess the good thing with the D's, you know, you've got the big, you got round one, you've got Queen's mm. birthday, you've got Anzac Eve, you've always got big games to look forward to. Yeah. So, Which is really, great. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kept us, uh, you know, sane over the last, whatever, 57 years to have some big games to go to because God knows we weren't playing a lot of finals. Yeah. Well, who knows, dude, it could all fall in an asshole at the end of... Uh... <laughs> There's no guarantees in life. So I guess that's the thing, man. Like, you know, we do, as you say, we look really strong. We still have a, our list looks fantastic, but no guarantees. Yeah. But we've done, done it. Done it's happened. Well, it's happened. It's, it's going to be, hey, we've got trade season, look forward. Oh, we should mention uh, a few um, delistings and retirees yes. we mentioned yep. as well. So I think Lockhart, Nitschke, or Nitschke, however you want to pronounce it, and Bradkey, yep. the mis- mysterious man himself. Oh, dude. Yeah, I know. It's, I think we're missing one as and well. And mum. Dude, so they oh, yeah, mum wasn't delisted, but he's been told to look for opportunities elsewhere. Okay, yeah. So he's not going to be at the D's next year. So, yeah, the, yeah. The, I mean, those guys, yeah, you feel for like Nitschke and like three ACLs, two or three ACLs, and he just does consecutive ACLs, which is just horrendous. Just never had a shot at it. Never mm. had a good run at it. It's very hard. Um, yeah, and Bradkey, he's just, they, they were saying that the VFL or, or the lack of VFL over the last few years has really hurt him. Mm. He just hasn't had, he hasn't got enough footy into him. He just hasn't been able to, you know, 
get build on that skill set. Yeah. And then, sorry, the other one was... Lockhart. Lockhart, who... I reckon he's a shot at getting picked up because he was playing some decent footy yeah, last year. Dude, I could be crazy here, but was he not an emergency? Someone that we thought was a surprise was an emergency for the game on Saturday. I was like, okay, wow, okay. He's, he's an emergency. I thought, was Lockhart who we met drunkenly at the Pullman that time? No, that's Chandler. Chandler. Chandler, okay. Chandler was might have been the emergency. I could yeah. be off on this as well. So. Yeah, Lockhart was—he was—he played some games though, and he was um, like a back pocket kind of thing. Like when Jeddah kind of was yeah. starting to go out of form, he came in and he played some good footy. So, yeah, I'd be interested to see if he gets picked up again. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, we wish him all the best. Really and do, especially really. with Mum. I think every D supporter's really enjoyed watching Vanders play over the years. Like he's so hard at it, puts some big hits. You know what you're going to get with Vanders? Yeah. Well, maybe Sydney might give him a run. You know how Sydney were after him yep. really yeah. ferociously. So, you know, mm. maybe they could give him a go up there. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully they all get a go. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd mm. be nice. Um, yeah. So that's that's a game. That's it. Cheers. Also, good to see Weed re-sign for a couple of years yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, one of those guys that we were talking about where it's, you know, he's seen that success so close up. He would be chomping at the bit to uh yeah. get out there man yeah so yeah and with t-mac like look he's only an injury away from getting in the team you know touch wood mm. that uh that doesn't happen but he's a he will get his opportunity at some point oh dude i think if this was regular season i think t-mac oh, i love the guy but he hasn't been playing that great over the past six or seven weeks. You know, weed might have come in for T-Mac if that was the case, if it was regular season, but you can't yeah. really with the system. Yeah. And I think what hurts T-Mac, he was in incredible form during the year. He got into really good form and then he had that back injury. And then since he returned from that, he, it always takes him a, like a while to get back into form after an injury, which makes sense. But yeah, he just seems to hasn't found it mm. completely. Yeah. But he's a grand final player, a premiership player. Two goals and a shepherd slaps. <laughs> there you go. Take it. <laughs> Taking that to the bank. Holy shit. Oh, but slaps, that was the grand final, the AFL 2021 grand final. But it's on yes. to another grand final of sorts. It's time mm-hmm. for slabs stat, the stat that always matters. Take it away, Sam Lavery. Thank you, Paul Bonadio. Uh, so it's a grand final edition, obviously. Just some things. And this kind of only sunk in the other day, maybe even yesterday. But we, we really just dominated teams during finals. We mm. won against Brisbane. We probably didn't put it on the board against Brisbane. I think we won by 33, but it was a convincing win. We really had our way with Geelong. And then the grand final, as we all know, we, we got it done. So our average winning margin during finals was 63.3 points. Shit. That is pretty awesome, man. Like that kind of... Yeah, I was like, it was emphatic. It was just dominating it was a domination of and then these are the best teams in the league and we were really standing up and when it counted so i thought that that was huge crazy and then just a few individual performances within that so fritzel who we were talking about he averaged four goals a game during finals shit which is pretty amazing yeah that's got to be up there yeah so, uh, yeah, he, as we said, he's had such an, a fantastic season. But, you know, kicking six in the bloody grand final too, <laughs> it's just, yeah. And, and times when we need it, like he, he consistently throughout the game. Yeah. 
Incredible. Yeah. Fritzel. And still, yeah, that nickname really hasn't caught on as much as it should have, other than like yeah. podcasts and all, all, all the listeners. But yeah. you know, hopefully now that he's kicked six in the grand final, Fritzel will, will, will grow. Let's hope it just explodes, yeah. Hmm. Um, another one, and you could do this. I've just done this with a few players that stood out, but you could do it probably with the entire team and their form line is going to be of similar. A track average 33.6 touches across the finals. Yeah, so big-time finals player. You know, people, you either stand up or you don't. And, yeah. you know, over the years, you know, track when he's been trying to find his feet, he's probably been in and out of games and things like that, you know, two, three years ago. But that just solidifies him as a, he's a superstar, man, winning the Norm Smith. But, and, and there was a bunch of goals to go with that. You, you kicked two goals in the grand final. Two of the best. And 39 touches. Yeah. <laughs> so. The clearest Norm Smith medalist. He was never going to lose that. He, was, he no. had it in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. One play we didn't mention... Dude, but I, we absolutely have to. It's not in the slave stat. Brayshaw. Oh, Gus yeah. Brayshaw was so good in the grand final, I thought. Yeah. He was, especially when we were in that hard period, he was everywhere, putting his body on the line. He, he was sensational. And remember, like, we were talking about Gus, you know, he was being played out of position, all these sort of things. But I think he worked into that position. And yeah. he has become the equivalent to what he was in that short patch that he had a few years back or even a year back where he was getting mm. like 35 a game. But I think he's a more influential player now because he's under the surface of track. And Oliver, we didn't even mention him, but yeah. he's doing just as important stuff. I mean, him yeah. and on the wing. Dude, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. The, it, was, it was a, yeah. And... The two wingers, as you alluded to, yeah, Langdon probably had a quieter game because I think it was on Gus's side a lot more. But yeah, shit, man, he was just he was everywhere and he used it well and he was brave. He was in some big contests, some big hits. You know, we cleaned up Shacky, which was pretty pleasing. Yeah, um, I don't know if you remember that one, but yeah, he was awesome. But I digress. Glove, I'll get back to Slav Stat. Um, and another player who we probably had been criticizing a little. When he came back, Broden Kelly also. Um, Viney, Jack Viney. Over the mm. final series, man, he averaged 29 disposals. Shit. Yeah. So, and he, man, his intensity. I loved it the first bounce of the grand final when he just like was taking guys out. He was, he was ready to go. He was so jacked up. Oh, Dude, you just love having a player like him playing like that in your team. Everyone needs yeah. a Jack Viney. And yeah. when we were dominating that third quarter in center clearances, he was the one doing the little grunt work to get that little mm. touch, not even a possession, but to, yeah. to track to Oliver, to Jackson. Unbelievable. Jack Viney. Also, yeah. Also, in terms of a player you would not want to go head-to-head with in a grand final, he'd have to be towards the top of the list. Yeah. Bugger that. Like, I don't think... There's certain plays you just know they're going to literally go 110% hard as nails, and he is one of them. Yeah. He's a border collie, man. He's not going to let up yeah. until he dies. He's going to keep no, running exactly. around the park. Unbelievable, yep. man. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like watch this fucking, I'm going to have to watch this game again, Slavs, very yeah. soon. Oh, I got thought we, it, we could all catch up some stage and watch it all together. Like, yeah. Know, you know, well, yeah, we could watch it on your big screen there. You on know? the big screen. Yeah, yeah. Get the projector Party going. Shit. Yeah, yeah, that's it. In fucking 2025, when we can have people around. <laughs> Hopefully that's changing. Um, yeah, but anyway, that's left stat. But I'm going to throw to the grand final victory edition of Gloves Grumble of the Week. 
Okay. Thank you, Sam. Melbourne Demons win the Premiership, and we've all gone over it how it's tough that it's not here. You could blame COVID, you could blame politicians, whatever the case is, could be a bit of a mixture of both. But regardless, there is a good reason at the end of the day, Slavs, why fucking sports and politics don't mix. We win the grand final. All of a sudden, this onslaught of politicians come out saying, congratulations, Melbourne. A certain someone may have mentioned Neil Danaher, and the guy who mentioned it is the polar opposite to Neil Danaher. It's like, dude, keep politics and sport, especially when it comes to the Melbourne Football Club, Mm. out of your fucking mouths. You've got nothing to do with it. Leave them both separate. So just do what you do. We'll do what we do. Don't let those things interchange with each other. Good point. They're jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, trying to get marketing points, dude. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't believe yeah. it. Second one was Liberatore trying to antagonize Petty during the second quarter. Oh. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd probably want a Liberatore on your team, but also Liberatore was the guy that used to go out with the girl I liked at work. For long-term <laughs> listeners of the podcast might remember that. You might have mentioned it once or twice or 15 yeah. times. Yeah. Um, so take that, Liber. Don't be a smart ass. You were trying to get into Petty. Petty did really, really well. Another mm. success story right there, Slaps. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. And the third one, which doesn't have anything to do with football, but, dude, I was watching that terrible fucking Terminator sequel that we watched at the movies that time. You know Dark Fate? That re- oh. where turned into an interior designer? <laughs> Are these the drapes? He's <laughs> talking about fucking curtains or something. I think I've literally watched it the one time. I think that was it. So thank Christ. I started watching it last night. It's it's shit. But if you're going to come out with a Terminator sequel, don't say that James Cameron has read the script and approved it. Because clearly he fucking hasn't, dude. I watched Titanic for the first time a couple of weeks back. He definitely (laughs) didn't approve Dark Fate sequel. So, Oh, my God. Again, if you're going to try and make a Terminator sequel, just just don't involve James Cameron. That's insulting to me, Slaps. It is. And... The only highlight of that movie was the very first scene. Oh, you know, the, the first weird. scene where they have like a digital uh, furlong, Eddie Furlong, and then yeah. Arnie was there, old school Arnie. And that was kind of cool. And then it just went, it took a nosedive. It was a, a piece of shit. Um, and Eddie Furlong had some things to say to you specifically about uh, the role as well. That was so he- good. That was a great present. <laughs> But that's uh, uh, shit. That's it. I would have to say that was a very strong um, grumble. I liked it. Thank good you. points. Uh, the only thing to add also, Liberatore's tattoos. Yeah. A next level shit. Like, yeah. dude, he's got Homer Simpson, which is kind of funny. But then he has the guy, like the the clerk guy from The Simpsons, you know, sir, here's your order. Like with the, <laughs> the voice, like he's a bit character on his other shoulder. It's not even a prominent character. And that's like, <laughs> he's dressed up in like a fast food hat. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I only yeah. saw the, the droopy Homer face. He's no, got he has the other Homer. guy on his shoulder. The- but he's got the other guy like who just plays, he's always like, you know, the, you know the guy I'm talking I about. I know the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, um, if I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me guy. I'm yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Like, oh, he's got the, yeah. Which is pretty, it's funny, but it's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, question. Um, memories, tats versus Liberatore's tats. Wow. Who wins? Who's the real loser in both of those? I think it's got to be Liber. Like, memories, I think at one point in time, were probably in vogue and then they just went out of vogue. But Liber's, uh, like characters 
just yeah. random shit just all over his body. But, you know, for originality, maybe liver. Maybe. It's not what he wanted. It's a close call. It's a close, <laughs> close call. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, but there's no, there's no more games. It's like you just, we enjoy this. The preseason comes up and we do it all again. That's it. Trade season. That's, that's mm. the big... I couldn't give a fuck about trades. Oh, well, no. it's always exciting. It's always exciting to see where players go, but yeah. usually this is our grand final, so it's, it's not That's right. This year. And I'm hoping we, like, I mean, obviously the guys we delisted and moved on, but I hope the core group, for the most part, stays together. I think that's really important. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, sweet. Glove, this has been great. We've got a pretty big announcement also to mm-hmm. listeners and everyone, but this is actually going to be our... Last podcast, Paul Bonadio. Yeah. Yeah, Slabs. Yeah. Look, we, we, we started this thing out in a mission to win the grand final. We've done it. <laughs> you know, what else What else could we left to achieve? And it's, 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 it's a nice time to go. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, shit, I think the first year was it 2015. I feel like it's 2014 or 2015. But, man, since we, and we had no idea what this thing was even going to be. Mm. so it's pretty crazy like that first season we might have won you know it was one of those seasons where we won like two or four games it was a piece of shit but it was really at the start of the the rebuild of this and we've been able to go on this whole journey and uh talk about the d's it's probably become bigger than we thought like we've you know we've built a little listener base with all you folks fine folks listening in and patrons jumping on which has blown us away like it's Mm. just people supporting it and enjoying it and really listening to two idiots who are just Regular guys who love the club talk about yeah. shit, and it's been pretty special. It's been great, dude. You know, five years of not much research, not much preparation <laughs> for the podcast, <laughs> doing the uh, doing the sheet a couple of minutes beforehand. But I think yep. that was that's the essence of the podcast. We tried not to be like media, where David King's spitting out statistics every mm. two seconds. It's just feel and emotion, and that can. Yeah. You know, that can go either way, but I, I think it's been, you know, consistently edit, entertaining throughout the five, six yeah. years that we've done it. But dude, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a ride. It's been a lot it's of It's been a journey. Like, yeah. And it really has. And I think, especially during those dark times, I think yeah. part of it was just almost to vent and talk shit about that and just go, what the hell's going on? Like, and now that we're like this success, it's weird. Yeah. You know? It's like we've, we've kind of done it, but we've been so used to just like using this as this cathartic kind of place. And now I feel like almost our job's done in a way. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, to, to say we didn't have to have a massive role in, in Saturday's oh, premiership geez. would be a drastic understatement. Would be remiss of us to. <laughs> oh, dude, but I tell you but, what, some of those podcasts like fronting up after losing at Subiaco oh. by 300 points. Yeah, on a freezing, yeah. beat, you, uh, dude, thanks to, to Vic and Barney for, for hosting me all those so many <laughs> times due to your place. Yeah. Um, it was a bit, dude, genuine memories. And it's just been awesome to do it with you, dude. It really has. Yeah, it's it has. It's been, a, it's been a journey. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's like a full circle kind of thing, I think. And really, man, we've got to thank like a bunch of people, but like all the, all the people we interviewed, I mean, we started off with Source because I knew him through work and then. We just built on that and, you know, spoke to, you know, essentially heroes of ours in Schwartz yeah. and Neats and um, random people like Darren Hinch and, you know, <laughs> Rob Gell, the weather guy. Like, we just <laughs> so many random people we had and so many great players, like, and modern day players like Gorn and, you know, the yeah. Stretch family. Jesus, oh. you know. 
Hector, let's just quickly, the Stretch family, some of the best people of all time. We haven't mentioned him for a little while, but yep. I thought of Billy this morning, actually. He's, yeah. I hope he's doing right. He's a resi- resilient guy, Stephen yeah. as well. Like, love those guys if they're listening. Um, a and B is such a sweetheart as well, who's connected yep. with the Stretch family. You know, just, just great people, dude. Really yep. good salt of the earth people. Yeah, I must say, like, yeah, it's, it's been a, a blast speaking to those guys and surreal and really pretty cool and um, being able to nerd out and, you know, be little fanboys, you know, even Broden Kelly, that's a selfish one for me, but I'm a massive fan of him. So, yeah. you know, it, it's just, um, yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. And then the sponsors and stuff we've had along the way, like, you know, in the very early days, we had Music Junction that oh, set us up right. with some mics and things like that. And <laughs> We're still using these same mics. Dude. Thank you, Music Junction. I hope they're still doing all right during these shitty times. I think they're oh, in yeah. Camberwell and give them a little plug. Camberwell Blackburn, I think. Blackburn, I think the one's still in Blackburn. Shouldn't know that. I live in Blackburn. Um, and yeah, and then also, I mean, most importantly, anyone who just listens, mm. like everyone who's listened over the years, like thank you. It's it's yeah, it blows us away. I think I don't know about you, but like people who still want to listen to us, crap on. It's um, it's pretty special. Yeah, dude, there's, you know, all the listeners and listeners from the start, of course, Fog. Fog's going to get a mention. Oh. God bless him. The Fog star. <laughs> We're going to miss names as well, so apologies in advance. But all everyone yeah. who listened from the start, we got a lo- lovely couple of emails as well during the week. Um, I've forgotten the names of them. I apologize. But just to get. Oh, was that, one from Bob? Was it Bob? Did it I make Bob, that up? But there was another one as well. Oh, um, shit. But. To, to even like see these podcast beanies at the G, like I remember we yeah. saw from, yeah that Geelong game, that final. Just a dude. One some of the funnest times were the events, and we'll still have to do an event or something next year where everyone gets together yeah. and has beers. Yeah, dude, yeah. that was so much fun. Like at the corner, yeah, sports hosts, beers. Yes, yeah, sports hosts, of course. Good thank them. Yeah, they were so, great. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. It's been awesome, dude. It's been a journey and really like I reckon it is six years, which is a long time. It's probably the longest I've done anything in my life. So it's um it's uh it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But and now what glove, you know? I know. That's it. Well, dude, you know the funny you <laughs> we started this, you know, you've got a kid, family, started this, a single, I'm still fucking single six years later. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> God. What the fuck That's am I gonna true, do? Love. You've- You've got a house. You've got a dog. There's heaps of stuff. Don't leave things out. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm being yeah, I know. It's yeah. funny. It's it's funny. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, long time, man. But yeah, dude, it's been great. It's been fun doing it with you, man. And um, yeah, I guess, folks, it's been real. And yep. hopefully, we see you at a game next year when we're winning very convincingly. Yeah, a few beers down at the um at the MCC there. Yeah, bull ring. Better, dude. When when yep. it's all back to normal. It will be a lot of fun. It'll be special. That's mm. for sure. Mm. Done. Well, guys, stay safe out there. Thanks so much for listening. Go days. Go days. Go days.